Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wasteland High. Dom here, Nathaniel there, and we're back. Hey. Hey! Uh, Nathan, yo! What? It's been a while! It's been a while! That's uh, true. It's been a little bit. Uh, we're we're going to be catching up for a little bit. Um, tell me, what's new? What's, uh, what's popping off? Is this an impression or is this a character? I have no idea what I was okay. doing. Uh, just I'm just, yeah, man, we haven't recorded a podcast in fuck days, bro. Literal oh days. Can you believe it? I, I can't. You and I were usually around the clock, chit chatting, video podcasting, doing it all. But we have spent so much time apart recently mm. that True. Uh, it's gonna be hard getting our chemistry, you know, getting 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 back sim- simpatico. You know what I'm saying? Uh, quick question: mm-hmm. uh, Have you watched anything lately? You, you got anything to bring the show and tell? Um. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Nothing live action. Um, well, it's just we have another podcast where we talk about uh, anime. our stop motion porn it, podcast right 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 got it yeah got it, got it. uh but no my girlfriend and i just i am trying to get her back into vinland saga because of season oh. two and it's hey don't burn this don't burn this story on this podcast we'll right. save it the yeah, other yeah, show. yeah well that yeah so unfortunately hmm. nothing uh are you planning on checking out uh the last of us on hbo max when it finally drops yeah, definitely. I mean, very familiar with both games. Um, yeah, I mean, I and I listen to the guy who is doing it. He has a podcast, like a screenwriting podcast. So there's a lot of reasons for me to check it out. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be good. But, you know, historically, video game adaptations are not done very well usually but not yet not until like gritty uh trash ban- or crash bandicoot reboot that we're working on yeah but um i mean i have every reason to think that this is going to be a really good adaptation um it looks like it's going to be like the story of the first game but like way expanded like there's tons of stuff in mm. all the trailers that is like whoa this was not in the game at all so it's going to be like the game plus extra shit so but yeah i mean it'll be exciting this will be uh you'll finally know what it's like to be a playstation owner if you check it out i've owned a playstation you son of a bitch i'm gonna watch it yeah i plan on watching it because i don't know new hbo thing dropping Mm -hmm. uh yeah i always like to see what they got going on but yeah no i've owned i i owned one of the first playstation's Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything you want to ask me? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What it sounds like there's something you've been watching. Yes, bro. Tato. There is, mm-hmm. uh, it is something I have come to dub honky tonk succession. Honky Tonk Succession. Am I aware of this show? Am I familiar with it? Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. But uh, most people know it as Yellowstone. 
Have you oh, heard? Oh, that's yeah. Isn't that the show by the guy who did like uh, he wrote like Hell Hell or High Water? Isn't it that guy? Maybe he wrote that. I don't know what he wrote. Uh, I just know that he used to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. He he was like a yeah. He was like an actor turned um, screenwriter. And, yeah, and he did. I, I'm forgetting his name, but yeah. Let me just look him up. Uh, Taylor yeah. Sheridan. Right, right, right. Yeah, he did. Um, what are the other films he did? Yeah, he did. Uh, he wrote Sicario. He wrote Sicario. Yeah. What the fuck? That was his I first. Like Sicario. Yeah, that was his first like big um, screenwriting thing, and then yeah, he did Hell or High Water. He wrote that movie Wind River. Mm, um, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, so I've seen. I'm just familiar with him from Sicario and Hell, uh, Hell or High Water. I haven't seen Wind River. He actually directed Wind River, but um, huh. yeah, I mean, I I know that he does Yellowstone. Oh yeah, I'm looking it up. He like directs it too. Yeah, um, I am. I'm kind of impressed now that I know that he did Sicario. I really like Sicario. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Sicario much more than I like uh, Yellowstone. But mm-hmm. uh, as I said previously, I was sick uh, last week. Had a very high fever. Left me bedridden. Couldn't do much of anything. So I just put on some mindless entertainment, and that was in the form of Yellowstone. Okay. I was I was promised by like comedic people on Twitter and whatnot, that this show is apeshit. It's crazy. uh, It's absurd, all the stuff. And as I was watching, I was like, it's not as crazy or absurd or batshit as I was led to believe. But then Mm -hmm. stuff starts piling up on the show. Things start happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's no, like it's, I don't know. It feels like someone writing their first television show and they don't know when to stop with like certain like mm. plot points or drama to where it's like it's it's just too much shit going on. For instance, in one episode uh, early on, a guy and his son, they're driving down a road. He's a main character. They see a van. The guy pulls over and he's like, I'm going to go check this van out because it's like a rapey white, like late 90s model van. Mm-hmm. So he goes over to the van, peeks inside, see a girl, sees a girl tied up with uh, like duct tape and everything. And just as he's about to open the van, the guy's kid is in like his truck, and he's like, "Dad!" And the guy turns around, and a gunman pops out of the van and starts shooting at him. The guy shoots the gunman, and another driver drives away in the van. So the dad takes his son, and he's like, "Oh my god, are you hit?" And the kid's like, "No, I'm fine." And he's like, okay, I need you to hide in this little, it's like a little sewage tunnel thing. He puts his kid there. He hops in his truck and drives to go like catch the van. Mm -hmm. And you would think that would be enough for like that to be the the thing where the guys like the dad is going off to go catch uh, the kidnapper or rapist or whatever. What do you think is going on with the son while the dad is like doing this? I don't know. Does he meet a troll or something in the sewer? Even better. Uh, the biggest rattlesnake you've ever seen in your life. So this seven-year-old <laughs> kid has to fend off a rattlesnake what? with his boots. Yeah, it's the wildest fucking thing. Uh, the guy ends up 
killing the other person who was driving the van, rescuing the girl who was in the back seat, and he comes back to find his son who's like covered head to toe in blood, and the boy just holds up a big ass snake, and he's like, "I killed a rattlesnake." <laughs> he's like, "Are you bitten?" He's like, "No, I'm fine. It's all his blood. It's the wildest shit. It's it's weird, bro." Um, I feel like you could yeah. kill a snake without blood getting everywhere. Uh, you would think, but not in Yellowstone. And, and yeah, so am I, yeah. I, I'm led to believe that Yellowstone National Park is just pure chaos. Okay, here's another thing. It's called Yellowstone. It's set in Montana. It's got nothing to do with Yellowstone National Park. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought it was like a wacky Parks and Rec kind of like. It's all, <laughs> that, that's all what the, I always. Uh... <laughs> I never knew where it took place. I just knew that it was called Yellowstone, and I just figured like they're park rangers or something. But no, uh, it's just Kevin Costner is like the uh, the Logan Roy of mm. ranching. And he's got these four kids and they're all vying. Well, some of them want to be a part of the ranch. Some of them don't. Uh, some of them are like trying to usurp power from the other. That's why I called it honky tonk succession. Cause it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they even have like a cousin Greg type character that's brought in and he's like a goofy little fuck up. Jeez. So yeah, it's, it's been what? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say it's, like looking at Taylor Sheridan's like other credits, he's done some other things that I just I'm not familiar with. So I could be wrong, but it just seems like at least in terms of like the bigger notable stuff he's done, it's weird. Like aside from Sicario, he's been like, I don't know if it's his pure choice or if he just kind of got pigeonholed into this like Midwest kind of like it's it's all his choice thing. Yeah, because like once he did Hell or High Water, just it, it seems like wind river was like more northern like snow mm. kind of but it's still that same kind of like um very midwestern kind of like lower class uh right kind of those tales like that um well and Ye yellowstone seems like it's um that but i guess uh well wealthier yeah, I mean, their ranch, they they dropped this bar in, like, the pilot episode. Their ranch is the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> and it's, it's just for that family. And everyone is trying to get their land. And, yeah, the uh, Kevin Costner, the main guy, John Dutton, he's like, no, you're not, you're not stepping foot on my land. You'll take it from my cold, dead hands. And they're like, can you just give us some? And he's like, no. So that's that's basically the yeah. entire show. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like the succession vibe, but it seems weirder <laughs> with like because we've all seen just we know what just endless Midwest yeah. kind of like land looks like. It's like, OK, it's your fucking land who get like <laughs> it's just boring rolling hills. Yeah. Like, what what are you doing with it? <laughs> Is right. there, is there oil everywhere like no i mean this is montana so it's i mean he's got a ranch and he's got like cattle and horses yeah it's yeah it's a whole fucking thing but uh I, you you mentioned how taylor sheridan sort of just fell into this world of like uh western type shit he's made i think two maybe three other spinoffs based around yellowstone and they all it like he did one called like 1886 oh. 
Oh, and then he did one called 1923. And now he's got like another one coming. Harrison Ford, uh, Helen Mirren, they're involved. Right. Yeah. I've seen like key art for that. Yeah. I was, I was shook. I know it, they, and it all tells the legacy of this family that is in Yellowstone right now, the Dutton clan. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. It's it's nuts. I don't know if I'm going to watch the spinoffs or not, but I'm almost caught up uh, in real time with the show and I've only been watching it for about a week. It's it, it goes down smooth because it doesn't take a lot. And uh-huh. it's it's just fun to watch like cowboys be cowboys. And like, I don't mm. know, it's weird. It's good shit, though. I, what I would it? recommend it. What? I was just going to say, what's it on? It's on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Peacock. Okay. I I do have a peacock login if you uh, if you want to dip in. I'm just saying it's fun. Just there's yeah. this guy who's basic. He's like a miniature Sam Elliott, only mm. in that like he's like five two, but he sounds and looks just like Sam Elliott. Yeah. And then I come to find out, like in one of the spinoffs, Sam Elliott is in one of the spinoffs. I mean, if you're gonna um, have 18 different shows about cowboys, you gotta yeah, get you Sam gotta Elliott. get Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah, you gotta put him in the mix. So yeah, man, that's wow. what I've been watching. Wow. I've been I've been stuck in rural Montana, just up there with the cowboys, wrangling mm. cattle and whatnot. It's been a it's been an interesting week of yeah. television for me. Nice. Yeah, but uh, let's go a little bit more north. Let's let's go up to the Great White North mm. as the uh, these teens up in Canada, these Degrassi kids. Are you ready to get into the mix? Indeed. All right, so we're going to be watching nine episodes tonight. <laughs> uh, kidding, of course. Uh, only two episodes, folks. Episode 15, Touch of Grey, and episode 16, Heart of Glass. And I do want to apologize ahead of time, Nathaniel. These are some weak fucking episodes. God. Look, man, I we've postponed this recording several times, and it has not bothered me at all because these episodes are such bullshit that I'm like, if I can put off watching them for as long as possible, that's mm-hmm. fine by me. But uh, let's get into it. Are you ready, man? Yeah. All right. Counting down in three, two, one. Oh, college, I see. Yeah. So and not only college, but Emma. Yeah. So they're like an official couple? Yeah. Emma and Kelly. I feel like there should be like rules against that because they live together. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're back at college in the dorms. Emma's upset because people don't really know her. They call her blonde Emma. She doesn't really have a place in this school. Blonde Emma. And her main complaint is that she's not even blonde anymore. I mean, I would classify her as blonde. Eh, it's like a light brown. Eh, I guess. I love this fucking oh, guy. Jesus. The curly blonde hair. Dude's weird as shit. Yeah, I thought this guy was like a cool stoic guitar player but he's fucking cringe he was just cringe then with his bro yeah 
But, I mean, what did I expect? He's with Emma. Right. All right, skipping that intro. Man, they're sticking with this fucking college plot. Yeah, I was about to say, normal, I feel like normally we would transition out, get the uh, some sort of high school B plot. Not yet. So Kelly got a thank you card from that blonde-haired curly fuck earlier. And uh, it came with a little party favor. Whoa. One whole joint. Is that a doobie? Yeah. And Emma's being a fucking narc. God, if that if that was me, I would say no. Mm. Say no to drugs. It is a gateway, or that's what I've heard. True. Emma's going to be on crack rock cocaine <laughs> come the finale. Oh, here we are. We transitioned uh, to our B-plot. It's a KC B-plot, baby. Look at that little Bieber head. He's teaching uh, Claire Whoa. how to shoot a basket. Whoa, she's, she's got her hair down. She looks like a supermodel. Remember how she's just oh. a, a supermodel now? When she doesn't yeah. dress in her like Mormon yeah, school I definitely attire? Whoa, are those the, wait, are those those little like uh poppers? Po- poppers that you threw on the ground? Yeah. I used to be obsessed those... with those. Oh, who wasn't? I I saw like some older kids playing with them once and I was like, whoa. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get those. And like back in the aughts, it was like I feel like there's so much stuff that was like you're just like, where do you get those? Like there's oh. no like you can't just go on Amazon and get whatever you want. It, so you gotta like ask around. You gotta like hold on, pause. So I don't know about you, but back in my day, because you know there's a, quite a disparity in age between us. Uh, mm. I found mine at flea markets. Mm. I was still living in Oakland at the time. We'd go over to like the Berkeley flea market, and for whatever reason, like all the Asian like pop ups and vendors. They were the ones that I got the poppers from. I would get, mm, yeah. And like, uh, Ice Cream Man would come by. He would sell fart bombs. Do you remember those? Those little, yeah, like stink bombs. Tinfoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tinfoil little squares, and you would press them, and they would fill up with air and then pop. Mm, I don't remember those. I, I do remember they were little. Oh, yeah. I remember we, the kids, I guess that I was around, like I never bought them or like got them, but people had them. They were like little glass vials. Wow. And you would like shatter them on the ground. And then, you know, like five seconds later, you'd get it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I remember. Okay, look, I'm about to send you uh, a link for what I'm referring to. And I would buy these from the ice cream man like every afternoon he would drop by. Where the fuck right, would an ice cream that. man have this? Because it was Oakland, all right? It was Oakland in the 90s. Mm. It was lawless. All right, I'm looking it up. 15 fart stink bombs. <laughs> um, 
you see the picture yeah yeah it's a little yeah it's a little stinky boy <laughs> with his pants pulled down and uh a big old fart cloud coming from his cheeks wow. and it looks like he's got a band-aid on his ass too <laughs> if you're doing that much farting um i guess so it takes uh the recoil oh yeah to- toll on those cheeks but yeah you could get one of these for eight bucks that's it fit or no 15 for no bucks. yeah yeah a case of wow. 15 oh, i'm gonna relive my youth but yeah i would buy those from the ice cream man uh i remember one time in high school i actually had a couple of them in my cargo pants mm. and i went to go kick someone that i did not like and i mean i guess you do you know where this story is going all, um, all the pockets of my cargo pants just started to fill up and they mm. all exploded with farts. <laughs> I stunk for the rest of the fucking day. Nice. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's get back into the episode. All right. So here's our B plot. Casey is trying out for the school basketball team. I don't know what to make of Casey. Hmm. How do you feel about him so far? <sighs> He's a little weird. Is he? I feel like it. Yeah. Hmm. Is this the cut? I mean, it could just be the actor is just kind of Mm. awkward. I don't know like how much of it is intentional, but I just feel like every time he speaks, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to classify it. Mm. Just something a little off. Okay. About him. Yeah, I think that's just like his nerves. This might I think this might have been like his first acting gig. But uh I mean I don't know about right now, but eventually I do like Casey, but I know some of the fandom they can't stand the guy. Hmm. I'm not quite there yet. I just hmm. don't know what to feel. All right, well there's some college shit going on here. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not important Ooh. yet, but the girlies are looking for doobies. Did you ever do that back in your youth? What? You just go, do you have any <laughs> and just motion? No, <laughs> no. But there was a time where I was like blackout drunk. Well, not blackout because I remember it, but I was at a bar and I was trying to ask a guy who was dressed in a suit if he had any cocaine. And the way I did it was uh, just making skiing references around him. Mm. So, yeah. Did, did it work? No, the guy was just like, what the fuck? What are you talking? We were in a bathroom and I just kept talking about skiing. I mean, I thought that was like what you did, though. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like. a <clears throat> Like, I, I, I've only ever really heard people say this around the Concord area. Mm. Um, Concord, California, that is. Uh, so I don't know, like how many how prevalent it is elsewhere, but kids like your younger dudes who are back before it was legal and you could just get it like delivered to your door and people would just go around selling it they would these dudes would just walk around yelling trees oh yeah 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 that's pretty common i just don't know if they're saying that on the east coast mm. so we just talked over a lot of stuff but emma came out of her dorm room with a doobie and said hey do you guys like want to blaze and then we cut to casey and it turns out he's living in a group home and 
the guy who runs the group home said that he would be allowed to uh, try out for the basketball team as long as he stayed out of trouble. No more violence, no fights, anything like that. Otherwise, he's going back to juvie. KC? Yeah. He's a violent boy? Allegedly. Hmm. I can see it. So we're in a stairwell, and Emma and the girlies are coming down off their high. Their single doobie that they shared yeah, between three shared people. <laughs> three ways. Yeah, they're all. You know, in Canada, you get the best weed. That's true. I mean, with that one doobie, that was like a puff and a half each. Mm-hmm. But that's all it takes in Canada, like you said. With oh, that Canada. Huh. They just gave Emma a new nickname. Oh, what was it? Blaze. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh. I know Casey's got a he's got a blade concealed somewhere on his body. He probably pulls it from his hair. Jeez, what a violent young man that I've never seen displayed before until this very episode. Knocking over balls, pushing doors. But I mean, isn't that classic Degrassi to show? Yeah. Or to tell us instead of show us? Like, what? We are 15 episodes into the season, and only now are we getting any KC backstory. Yeah. Yeah, this is not my experience with weed at all. She's coming back to Kelly and she's like, I had so much fun yesterday. I was the life of the party. Everyone loved me. You got any more weed? It's like, I don't know, man. You, if you smoke with people, you have a few, you chill. It's not that deep. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It almost sounds like she's describing like getting drunk for the first time. Right. Or doing like Molly or something. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Kelly didn't have any more blunts or joints or anything, but, uh, Emma or blaze, as I should say, uh, decided to make pot brownies. So who's supplying all, cause this would take a lot more than that single. It definitely would. It would take so much. I just don't know where she got this from. We didn't see any. I think uh got it from Kelly or something. I don't know. <clears throat> and I don't care for the Rastafarian hat Kelly is wearing right now <laughs> either. Is this yeah, just, So there's just what? like everyone's hat. Okay, there's not that many brownies in there. <laughs> there's like <laughs> 50, 60 kids. Yeah, uh well Everyone isn't high, but a good portion of people are. They're doing like floor Olympics type shit or whatever. I don't know if they really do this in college. Went to the school of hard knocks. God, Emma's hilarious. I finally love Emma now. Oh, she drew an avocado. That's she so fucking funny. Rules. It's just like so random. Classic blaze. Well, see, the problem is you're thinking of Emma as Emma and not as Blaze, oh, her true. new persona. 
ooh, Liberty's coming down. She's harsh and everyone's mellow. And was you're just jealous. <laughs> what? How about we live in a fucking dorm and it's zero tolerance? Yeah. This is like that Simpsons episode. Which one? Where Homer just becomes like... Oh, the beer baron? No, where he's like obsessed with weed. Like he gets it. Oh, yeah. That episode. For... Yeah. Didn't he... He got like his eyes pecked out by... Yeah, by crows. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he was actually wearing the same hat that Kelly is right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but that one girl who's friends with Blaze, uh, she was drooling and asleep on the couch, and they just tucked her in and uh, went off on their merry way. I mean, most shows like this that depict drugs in different, especially something as common as weed, it's like surely the writers have ample experience, or at least some. But it just comes across so like weird. I just yeah. don't know if that's like pressure from like the networks or or what. <laughs> but it never really comes off as that authentic. Right. Like if you told me this was written by a Mormon person who had never even seen Whedon person, I'd I'd believe it. Oh, so back in our B plot, Connor has uh, discovered where Casey is living. And Casey's pretty private about this, and he doesn't want anyone at school to know. Connor, he promises that he won't tell anyone. Because Hmm. Casey is his only friend. Hmm, I think I know what it is about Casey that unnerves me. What's that? I feel like he's constantly flaring his nostrils. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's something off-putting about that I, I, yeah I can see it <laughs> he does a lot of nostril acting oh someone OD'd <laughs> <laughs> oh wait until you find out how and why it's that girl the blonde one Becca that they found drooling and they decided to just put a blanket on her and leave her be. Oh man. They knew how strong that weed, those weed brownies were. Yeah. Man, look at Claire. Hey, we're going to put you on a list. You keep talking about her like that. Oh, secrets out. Who's this? this is like a new bully or is some one off? Uh, he's been around for a couple episodes, but he we never see him again after this season. Uh, his name is Reese, but he was at the ravine where Allie lost her virginity. He's been in a couple other uh, background scenes as like a little shit stirrer. 
Oh, this is yes. the, I forgot, yeah. This is the episode. She's in a diabetic coma, <laughs> and her mom says she hadn't had an insulin problem? Well, she uh, she didn't take her insulin shot oh, because she was okay. so high that she forgot. So hold on, you, pause. Okay, oh. I have a. I, here's here's Break my problem. Break this down for me. Here's my problem with this. I imagine that this young person has type one diabetes, which means Correct. you're insulin dependent. Correct. Uh, but the thing is, as far as I know, you only go into a quote unquote diabetic coma if your blood sugar goes too low. I've mm. never heard of someone going into a diabetic coma from um, having too high of a. Um, Is that what they said just now? Like she, she said diabetic coma, but it's like, well, I don't know. It's weird because like, usually if your blood sugar goes too low, you don't go into a coma, but you do have a seizure because mm -hmm. there's not enough glucose, like getting to your brain. So your brain just Ooh. like shuts off. Go off. Can you have a seizure? But okay. I guess maybe if your blood sugar goes high enough, you could um, go into some sort of crazy coma. I just don't know how high your blood sugar would have to be for that to happen. Right. And all we saw her eat were those brownies. Yeah. And like one brownie, as far as we know, that she had, like, if. Like if she's taking insulin back in the early or in the mid aughts or um, uh, late aughts, late aughts at this point, like I don't know, like insulin pumps pro probably weren't like the biggest thing yet. So she was probably taking injections. But if you take injections, you typically take there's like two types of insulin. There's like, OK, wait, uh, just for everyone at home who may not know, Nathaniel is a type one diabetes warrior. He is living yeah. his truth. He is living. Uh, with this debilitating uh, disease, and mm -hmm. he doesn't let it stop him. So I just want to, yeah, I just want to talk about your. I want you to stand in your truth as you Thank talk you. about this. I appreciate that. So, if you have, if you don't have an insulin pump and you're just taking injections, there's like two types of insulin that you take. There's like a uh, long-acting insulin and short-acting insulin. So like. The, the long acting you'd basically take in the morning and that just kind of drip feed covers you all day. That's like your baseline. Mm -hmm. So you just do that to exist and you're, and you're good every in every 24 hour period. But every time you eat food, you need to take fast acting insulin to cover that one specific food. So if she had this brownie, you know, she would forget to take insulin for like a single brownie, but like, I can't imagine how that would be enough to like, like your blood sugar would certainly go up. I mean, it's like a sweet baked good with sugar in it. So like you're going to, you're going to be impacted negatively by that, but like enough to put yourself in a, a, a diabetic. I don't even know what she means by diabetic coma. Let me like look up you as a man living with diabetes as men living yeah. with the sugars. Like, I think you told me about one time where you came, where you like had the shakes or something. You came like you weren't that's feeling low, well. Yeah, that's low blood sugar. Right. But what was like, 
wouldn't that have been better for them to have done instead of this? I don't know. Yeah, I think they, I think they, I mean, judging on what this girl just said, like, I think the point they want to get across more than anything is she was high enough that she forgot mm. to like pay attention to something. Um, okay, so really quick, I just looked up diabetic coma on Wikipedia. So the first type is the low blood sugar seizure that I mentioned. So okay. that counts. Um, Diabetic ke uh, ketoacidosis, which is severely increased blood sugar level. So that would be extremely high blood sugar, which I guess if you get high enough, I mean, you feel terrible. So I could imagine some people it like taking you out if you don't fix it. But and then the third one is hypersmolar non chaotic coma. Oh, that's type two diabetes. So she probably had either extremely low or extremely high blood sugar but the way they're spelling it out would be but the okay. second it would be the second option because they not only are you take insulin not only are you a diabetic man uh, and i hope i'm okay by saying that i'm not stepping on any toes here uh don't yeah, come for me that's, that's yeah. the correct verb yes yeah. you, you are a diabetic man uh but you've also partaken in the devil's lettuce <laughs> yeah there, I, I know of times where you told me you've gotten paranoid in like smoking and thinking your b blood sugar was low or, or that you're crashing it, or whatever. But yeah, you've never like gotten so high that you're like, I'm not like I forget to take my insulin shot. I'm, no, I, yeah. I would never I never have forgotten like anything really and uh, especially something like <laughs> exactly that like it doesn't work like that at least in my experience but yeah the only the only thing that the first thing you said just then is that so like when i first started um smoking like the first times like i that was like one of the first things i noticed was that the sensation of it is like similar enough to having very low blood sugar that it kind of blurs the line so it's like a little mm. hard to tell because normally you can just tell when your blood sugar is low like it's very easy mm. to feel that um so that's like the only thing is it gets a little like confusing if you are actually have low blood sugar or not but right yeah but the, i think the biggest thing i take issue with is this girl saying like her mom said she hasn't had an insulin problem in years like I, I don't even know what that means i guess what it means like based on context clues is that she hasn't had a problem remembering to take her insulin yeah that, that makes sense it's just like the way she phrased it i guess sounds weird mm. but yeah i mean this is like something that every once in a while in media especially back in the day you'd there'd be the like some character that has insulin and it's always just like mm. feels like the simplest way of like <laughs> oh, they forgot to take their insulin and just, I, I don't know. It's very like... Did you um, ever watch The Babysitter's Club, the movie from like the late 90s? Because there's a character with diabetes in that. And I think they treated it as if the girl had cancer. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. I do remember remember Panic Room. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Kristen Stewart's Yes, yes. has diabetes. And I remember that was a whole thing of like, they didn't have the insulin with them in the panic room. In yeah, the panic room. And 
but I, I remember <laughs> being I remember being kind of weird where it was just like, oh my god, we need that insulin. And it's like, I don't know. I I just like a diabetic person needs insulin, obviously, but I, I sure. don't. It's still like the way you got a window, sound. right? Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't say you're like in immediate danger if you don't have, like, if you got to go, like, what's the longest you've gone without? Well, it's, I, I mean, like, if I completely, like, I, I have an insulin pump, so like, I'm constantly getting insulin. Oh, so wow. As long, as long as it's, um, has enough insulin in there, like, if, if I just unplugged my insulin pump, I would start. Yeah. Have you ever gone to analog? Have you ever like just said, fuck it back in the day? Oh, you just like see what happens. Yeah, I should. I, I really want to. I think I, I could do that sometimes. Well, I haven't done it recently, but I remember back in the day I used to do that with my meds to see like if I could notice my uh, like my attitude or my emotions change. I would just like go without mm. my medication for a little while. And more often than not, what I would notice before anything else was the side effects of me not taking my medication. Mm -hmm. And like they have adverse effects on your body more so than anything else. So that's what I would notice first. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Just lastly in the panic room thing, it's just like, or if, if I completely unplugged, I would start to feel Mm -hmm. pretty bad in like, probably an hour or so like my blood sugar would start to really rise and it would be definitely a problem but i'm just saying like if you're taking injections you're taking 24 hour like just base insulin so as long as if she's in that panic room she's not eating anything (laughs) then you're you should be fine um and they weren't in there for for that long like an evening there should have been like a consulted by credit you know like that's where were you? I should do. I guess it doesn't happen enough in movies and TV, but I should be a professional. Uh, yeah. Consultant. You should get on set and should be like, look, a diabetic person would not react this way. At least someone with type one. I can't speak to type two. And, you know, in a few years, maybe that's where I come in. And then you and I, we tag team that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get back into the episode. All right. Uh, but yeah, if you got diabetes, definitely do not smoke any doobies because you'll just forget who you are. Probably don't smoke Hopefully. anything. Don't smoke any meats. Nothing. Uh, so yeah, they just said that anyone caught with uh, marijuana in residence will be removed immediately. Ooh, Emma's pillowcase is full of weed. I mean, she's Blaze. She's got to live up to her moniker. So we're back on our beat plot. Casey is pissed off at uh, Connor, wants to know if he snitched about where he lives. And Connor says no. And then he says, okay, yeah, I did it. But I thought it would help. All right, now all I can see is his kid's nostrils, and they don't (laughs) stop. Yeah, it's pretty wild. God damn it. That's all I can see. But Connor's being a real nice guy. He's saying, like, look, man, 
I care about you and you're my friend. I don't care about what you did or what you like got into before you got to Degrassi. Casey ain't trying to hear that shit. He left his old life behind. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said you got to do bad things to wind up there. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, if he was like committing crimes and shit, like how wouldn't there be something like a school would try and like like a uh, screen for stuff like that that they wouldn't no. let, like no that's the whole thing about being a kid criminal is like your record is sealed mm. damn you can get away with anything yeah when you're a kid you can go to whatever school you want oh so uh, campus police they're searching all the rooms so Emma just called Kelly to get the brownies out and Kelly just ran out of their dorm room, clutching the Tupperware, and bumped into campus police. There's and gotta they, be like, a more discreet. Open. There's gotta be a more discreet way of like disposing <laughs> of like something. I mean, shit, man. First thought, I don't know, eat them. Second thought, put it in your backpack and yeah. walk like you're going to class. Exactly. He's. Uh... He ran out like. Oh, I gotta get rid of <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> Jeez. Also, I've only had like pot brownies uh once or twice, and they hit. But hmm. it all depends on who's making them. But a friend of mine made some and dropped them off at my job once, and I ate it, and it was it wasn't like terrible or anything, and I got a pretty good high. It was like a nice little body high. I was just giggly all day. Hmm. Did you forget how to do your job? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I set fire to the entire store I was working at. <laughs> did, did he have... So in that Tupperware thing, was it just brownies? No, there were a couple brownies left and a little baggie of weed. It was the leftovers. You couldn't possibly yeah. ruin the recipe by adding yeah. the rest yeah. of that. But you couldn't smoke any of that. They, that was yeah. That was the garnish. You <laughs> on top of the brownie. Definitely. So here we are back in our B plot. Uh and Casey and Connor, they're talking at the lockers, and Claire just asked Casey if she or if Casey punched Connor after she had just said his past doesn't matter. No one's going to think he's a bad guy. No one's going to judge him. And then she saw Connor's lip and was like, did Casey hit you? Yeah. I don't know if I, I have trouble uh, relating to this. Cause I feel like if people were, if I was back in school, like high school and someone was like, Whoa, Nathaniel, did you beat the shit out of that guy? And I, didn't i'd be like i would just lean into it i mean like it's not every day that <laughs> yeah people think but that you're like a badass sure yeah but you and i we are not badasses and we are both like little fuckers you know, I know what i'm saying K- i, I would have guessed casey was a little fucker he is a little fucker. no we're talking he's we're not calling him justin bieber he's a bad boy who's trying to live down his past i told you that casey is this generation's sean I know. 
Go figure. But he's a bad kid who had a rough upbringing and now he's trying to leave it all behind. Did he... Does he just have to move? He took the falls. He's being kicked out of residency. No more dorm life for Kelly. Wow. Is this relationship going to last if they're not living together in the same dorm? Who's to say? He's probably going to have to go live on a park bench or something. Yeah. Damn, that was all Emma's fault. Most definitely. Wow. What an episode. Mm. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, I'm ready to jump into the next one because what is there even to say? Nothing. Oh, God. These two? Oh, yeah. I thought he... Oh, good. He thought he he what? Didn't he say like a million times that there's like too big of an age gap and he can't do this and... Well, he can't do it publicly. And I totally threw out a spoiler in the last episode, but I don't think you caught it, so we're good. Ah. Yeah. It happens in this episode. I got the episodes mixed up in my head. Mm. So, yeah, we were watching Johnny and Allie make out in Johnny's car out front of Allie's house. But uh, Johnny put the brakes on it because Allie is just a little kid. Yikes. Now Allie's in her room watching West Drive. She's watching two characters go all the way. Skip that intro, baby. Skip the intro. It's wild to me how much longer we have with both Claire and Allie. Like, They are the MN Manny of this generation. And we never see him go to college or anything. Like, we're not going to have to live through that. But they become full, like, adult people on this show. God. I mean, in the same way that, like, Emma and Manny in the old days used to be, like, all awkward and shit. We're going to watch them. We're the same way. We're going to watch these two grow up. And it's going to be like looking in a funhouse mirror. Yeah, I mean, I still like I haven't gone back and like looked at Oof. what like Manny and Emma <laughs> looked like in like episode one or whatever, but I'm sure it'd be crazy. Yeah. So Allie is asking Mia and Anya about Johnny because they all went to Lakehurst together and they're letting Allie know that Johnny is community dick. Everyone had a turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're riding that shit. Fucking Joe Dirt. I can't get over this kid. Or what she sees in him. He looks like the dirtiest, greasiest gutter punk in the world. Yeah, I don't understand. But uh, Johnny technically invited Allie to the ravine. 
Remember the ravine, Nathaniel? I do. Mm. Well, it's back, baby. Yeah, I guess the Joe Dirt aesthetic was just the like, I feel like there's just different versions of Johnny in 2023. Mm. Like mm. kind of like grimy dudes, but yeah. they just they just have like a different aesthetic that a lot of uh, women would go crazy over, I guess. I suppose so. Maybe the Joe Dirt thing was that was just what it was. Couldn't be me. Oh yeah, Mia and uh, Peter, fucking relationship. Yeah. So this fucking plot is asinine. Peter and Riley, they're a part of Model UN now. And Mia's like, what? You're a part of Model UN? He's like, ah, you know, got to get ready for college. Got to figure out what I'm going to do after school, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to, he's chosen to be like Kenya in Model UN. And Anya says that that's not a coincidence because that's where Darcy went. Seems like a leap, but whatever. I know. I don't even know what that would do for him. Like, how would that benefit him at all? Who's to say? Ooh, the ravine. Yeah. I know Jay is, like, way older now and everything, but I would have killed to see him just, like, in the background sauntering about. (laughs) Yeah. Just know that, like, there's still some law and order down at the ravine. He's still, like, making shit happen. The fact that anyone would, like, step foot into the ravine and get, like, turned on enough to be, like, uh, it's just a grimy, cold, yeah, just shitty, dirty place. Like, ugh. What? Although, okay, look. Pause. Yeah, you are desperate when you're a kid because I definitely know of, like, there is this empty lot behind our school that people would like. That's one way that we would get to and from school or we would leave and cut class. But there's like this dirty log. And I definitely remember hearing about the girl who, look, not my terminology, just using the parlance of the times, the quote unquote school slut. Don't cancel me. Don't come for me. Uh, she blew a couple guys like on that log in plain view. It wasn't yeah. like hidden or anything. Mm-hmm. But people were like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to say her name. Uh, so-and-so blew Sam on that log. And then Shakir was next. And it was all the shit. So, look, man. Kids are nasty. Kids are dirty. Yeah. Kids are desperate, you know? Mm-hmm. But let's get back into it. So Mia is talking to Peter and she is upset because Peter is still talking to Darcy. They're keeping correspondence. I mean, like I get to some extent being like weirded out or worried by that, but like what kind of correspondence can they really have? It's gotta be like a letter a month. Yeah. Like they're not like texting every night. She's in fucking K 
Kenya. Kenya. Yeah, there's no cell towers over there. What the hell is Claire doing here? Hey, there's that kid Reese again. Uh, Claire's there to be like Allie's wingwoman. Yeah. But uh, fucking, imagine sitting down on one of these like old ass covered in like, dog piss, <laughs> yeah. stale beer, and cigarette butts and shit. Ugh. And just like wet leaves. No. Yeah. It's all like car furniture. Disgusting. And you can see the stains on all the chairs too. Couldn't be me. Oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. The Grassy character says, I'll be fine. Yeah, you know everything's going to work out. So, yeah, uh, Reese and his girlfriend are about to go fuck. Just a few feet away in a dirty, cold Ugh. van. The same van that Emma got gonorrhea in. Also, though, like, who... I, I guess if you're, like... I don't know. These are all dumb kids. But who's just, like, yep, me and the, me and the girlfriend, <laughs> me and the, we are off. To we're going to go, go fuck that van. Just announcing it. I don't know. It's like... I mean, maybe they have, like, a kink where they just want people to know about it. Yeah. God, they don't even get the uh, dirty, hollowed-out van. Yeah. They're in, like, a little lean-to or something. It's on a bed of leaves. I don't know, just, like, a little makeshift, like... Is that a thing? Hut? I think Uh so. Yeah, now you're making me question it. No, no, I, just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know things about. I don't this. know. I, you're, I, you're an outdoorsman. I'm I think, not. A, I think a lean-to is just like a little, like one-sided mm. roof. Okay, so like half of an A-frame type situation. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'll look it up. Damn. Yeah, they're basically in a fort, and uh, Bruce the Moose just came over and like made it rain condoms all over him. Being safe, he wants them to be safe. Oh yeah, for sure. Babies raising babies, like. Bruce and Moose is too young to be a be an uncle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, but Johnny just said, like, I mean, if you want to, I want to. And Allie is leading him away from the party. <laughs> I mean, common sense would tell me that his uh, his train of thought with all this is like, as long as I'm not the one to initiate it. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll uh, just, that's how I'll sleep at night. Definitely. Uh, so Mia just picked up uh, one of Peter's Kenya books and found a bookmark, which was a bracelet from Darcy and an application for relief work in Kenya. Oh boy. That wasn't enough popcorn. No, not for a documentary that they're going to watch, which was like a Darfur type situation. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
Yikes. So you got Johnny and Allie post-coitus. Was it worth it? I'm just wondering, like, if they got fully naked in that van and, like, was there a wet spot from Reese and his girlfriend previously? Uh, <laughs> What's the situation in that uh, van? Like, what do they do with the used condoms if there are used condoms around? It's just I- a, a used pile. <laughs> Gross. They have one of the, you know, like... <laughs> At like ice cream places, it's like the dirty tasting spoons. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just like a little bucket. <laughs> Damn, Allie's over here getting tucked in with her stuffed moose and her jammies. This looks way more comfortable. Why wouldn't you just want to be here? Ah, she didn't want to get her hymen all over her new sheets. No, I mean not oh. with not with Joe Dirt. Just no. Ugh. Looks Man. like she regrets it. And and she's going to pretend like she doesn't regret it. Mm. Claire's over here talking about math equations. Allie's worried about if she got pregnant. They're living in two different worlds. Damn, it took Manny longer. Did it? I'm trying to remember. No, because Manny was definitely a freshman. Allie's a freshman. Hmm, We knew Manny longer because they started the, you know, show when she was in grade seven. But yeah, no, same, same grade. It was perfect. Yeah, right. Copium. (laughs) <laughs> damn you're really shitting on this 14 year old girl right now i mean it's joe dirt we're talking about hey i'm not defending him it was joe dirt in a hollowed out van on top of <laughs> several <just laughs> wet spots <laughs> and like she looks over at the side console or the side panel and it just says jay was here <laughs> scrawled and she's like who the fuck is Jay God, yeah, I don't B- even know what's yeah B-plot sucks I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this B plot but there's going to be a scene in a little bit in the B plot where I'm just like none of this needed to happen actually none of this B plot needed to happen if we're being honest this A plot I'm not mad at it but the B plot trash Oh, so Johnny's middle name is George. Johnny Jorge DeMarco. She just looks so much younger than I remember Manny. Feeling <laughs> yeah. Like well, Manny was in her hot girl era. She was, uh, yeah. you know, she was wearing those thongs, that, like had the whale tail all out and about. <laughs> Manny yeah. was in her like Lolita phase. Oh, so Anya and Mia have joined Model UN. And she tells Peter it's so you know they can be like together more often. 
But no, it's just so Mia can have this argument in front of the entire model UN. And it's like, what? Why? Yeah, why not just talk about this? It did not need to be here in front of the entire class. Yeah, she like stood up, made one passive aggressive comment, and then she's just like whispering to him. It's like, yeah, you had all the time in the world to do this. And then made a dramatic exit. Like, seriously, she joined a club just to do this. The theatrics with this woman. And then to walk out and never come back to the club again. Anya's just sitting there like, all right, the fuck do I do now? Ooh, math. No thanks. I mean, have you ever tried to do math after having sex for the first time in a hollowed out van? You know what? No, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> Fucking Peter. Take me back to when Peter was a sociopath. Give me that. Yeah, it's just like, we've we've talked about this before, but like, everything Peter related now is just so nothing. It's just like, he's just some fucking guy. And like, the two of them, it's like, this couple sucks. (laughs) I agree. Am I supposed to to be like, oh my god, I hope hope they don't break up because fucking invisible Darcy... Who we're and never hey, gonna... here's the fucking thing, man. Vampire Diaries is coming up, so Mia's not going to be here for too much longer. What are what are we doing? I mean, I know 2020 hindsight and all that. Like, no one knew that Mia was going to be leaving, but I know she's going to be leaving. So all this Peter Mia shit is all for naught. God. At least it was mm. a hell of a journey. Right. It was awkward and uncomfortable. In a van? With teens several feet away? And he's got Mm. the physique of Joe Dirt. Yeah. And he smells like corn chips. Obviously. (laughs) Oh, man. No, not corn chips, corn nuts. He won't (laughs) stop eating corn nuts. He (laughs) will not stop eating corn nuts. He, like, downed a pack right before. (laughs) <laughs> like I want yeah, to if you want to he's like alright let me see my corn nuts he's such a good fucking character trait like he's just always got this little sleeve of corn nuts that he's just and constantly like yeah ranch ranch corn nuts. Nuts. oh god <laughs> she's like Johnny are you, are you coming and it cuts back to him and he's like flicking the bag to get the dust out <laughs> yeah god damn it Mm. Man. He just said, Bandari, I like you a lot. Not as much as I like my ranch corn nuts, but close second. Easy second. Damn, he got her a little pendant and everything. Damn, he was genuine. Mm. Is that how you normally pronounce that word? No. Okay, cool. Because that, that's like a musical artist. 
So, yeah, genuine. Yeah, genuine. Cousin of uh, Donna Meagle. (laughs) (laughs) Peter just uh, like (laughs) his shoulders and he was like, hey, love the one you're with, right? Peter's a fucking doofus. That's what every girl wants to hear. (laughs) He's like, hey, consolation prize. You're not so bad. If Darcy was here, don't even get me started. I'd be fucking that right now, but she's not. So you'll do. Yeah, and you just said I'm in love with her and probably always will be, but like. You're okay. Damn, say it ain't so. Mm, mm, mm. Damn. Little Joe Dirt. Something she's not willing to do. I mean, she was the one who fucking initiated the whole thing. He's yeah, like two feet away. Like in a circle. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Look, man. I cannot wait until Claire gets rid of those fucking glasses. Mm. Those rimless fuckers. Are you feeling some type of way about Joe Dirt and Allie? Are you here for this? You're here for this, aren't you? Mm. Feeling some type of way. Whoa. Whoa, 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 what? Johnny said he was a virgin too. Hmm. What a shocking turn of events. Can't believe it. I feel like this is a cool uh, story about um, like sex for the first time or whatever, because it didn't end in someone getting pregnant or getting uh, an STI. It's just two people who maybe should have had more conversations regarding the subject before like jumping into it. Yeah, because that's gonna be the vast, vast, vast majority of everyone's exactly. first times is like it's gonna be awkward, it's just gonna be yeah. kind of weird and make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Definitely. And the fact that we're getting this, this is like this should be the baseline. It definitely should be, but it's Degrassi. So it's yeah. this is the exception to the rule. The mm-hmm. rule is if you have sex, bad. Like mm fucking hellfire raining from the sky type yeah. is going to happen to you. But no, this is uh, I commend Degrassi for this A plot. Um, the B plot, yikes. I, I want to talk to whoever wrote that and knee, like hit him in the kneecaps with a golf club because mm. it was terrible. Uh, anything yeah. else you want to say about episode 16, Heart of Glass? <sighs> um... I don't think so. Better than the f- the first one we watched, mm. but not by much. Only because the A plot was okay. Yeah, yeah, the A plot saved it. Um, yo, it is what it is. 
But uh, next time we reconvene, we'll be catching up with another two-episode podcast. So, uh, episode 17, Up Where We Belong, and episode 18, Danger Zone. So, in episode 17, stress of exams and fear of failing pushed Mia to make make a choice between modeling and school. Hmm. In episode 18, Danger Zone. Holly J is crushing on co-worker Spinner, but when held at gunpoint, Holly J is the one who must hold it all together. Hmm. Okay. Hmm? Holly J and Spinner? Huh? Thoughts? Hmm? Hmm. She's crushing on the spin daddy. I mean, can't blame her. Right? He, I'm a, it, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I do love Spinner and Jane, but Holly Jane Spinner, I don't know. I'm not mad at it either. But guys, this has been Wasteland High. Thank you all for listening. Please don't be afraid to rate and review, like, and subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tell all your enemies. We're here for the long haul. Until next time, we're out of here. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>